Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Rebecca, it's been a few weeks. We've been really busy. The holidays have started. We're in full holiday swing. Like, we are in full 100% holiday swing commitment. It has been enough. I mean, there are Godzilla launch parties every weekend. I'm not going to any of them because I have been spending lots of time with my family, who I love very dearly. Very dearly. Love them so much. I'm so glad to be home. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I spent this whole weekend playing pinball, which was fun in theory, but I am so freaking tired. Like today I was sitting in a meeting just like, you know, and I'm on camera. So I'm trying not to fall asleep. And I'm like, I think I should just take myself off camera and put my smiley like professional photo there. So nobody sees me nodding off in the meeting today. That happened twice. Like, oh God. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I t- accidentally took a three-hour nap. Um, I spent all weekend at the last bat mitzvah of the three three cousins. So last bat mitzvah, done, handled. But it was uh, an interesting thing because it is the usually the last the last bar mitzvahs I went to. They were both in March. This one was during Hanukkah, so it was like you want some some more temple services with your temple <laughs> services. We've got lots of temple services. So yeah, so that was really cool. Really neat. Haven't done a big Hanukkah in a long time, so that was fun. Uh, and now we, we had Thanksgiving. That was cool. Thanksgiving was cool. My parents played pinball at my house for three hours. We literally were like, you guys got to go. Oh, my goodness. Like, get out. I love you. Dad, walk away from the Stranger Things. Please leave. Please. We need you to go now. But to all our listeners who celebrate, it is we are recording on the last night of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. I hope you enjoyed that time. But yeah, this is a time to get together with family and friends. And I am super excited about our guest today because I have been to this awesome pinball place. Like, it's awesome. And now they have a ladies league. And I'm like, <gasps> and also it has like the coolest shirt I've ever seen in my life. I was like, there's so many things happening here. I am super duper excited. We have two guests today. Our first guest from Bitches Be Flippin', which is like one of the best names for a ladies league that I have ever heard. We have... Valerie Ariarty, and she gave me a pronunciation, y'all. So we got Valerie, and then we have the owner of the Silver Ballroom, Shelly Dockraden, both from the amazing town of St. Louis, Illinois. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Valerie, Shelly, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm super excited because I have been to the Silver Ballroom, and I'm like, this place is dope. And then when I had like a sticker, like somebody else thought they're like, you've been to Silver Ballroom, I'm like, heck yeah, I've been. And they're like, isn't it awesome? I was like, yes, it is. So we'll go ahead and start with you, Shelly. Shelly, you are the owner of the Silver Ballroom. Give us your pinball origin story. Tell us about how you got into pinball and where you're at today. Sure. So um, I guess um, my husband and I have been together for, um, it's about to be 24 years. So we've been together for a very long time. Congratulations. And he really introduced me to pinball. I played it a bit when I was a kid, like at arcades. We had, you know, Tilt was the arcade in our, our local mall and we would go down and I would I would play pinball, but I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, just trying to keep the balls alive. I loved to play it. I loved the the artwork. I loved everything about it, but didn't really know what I was doing at all. And then fast forward, you know, my husband and I met, I was um, 18 when we started dating and he had a pinball machine or two. And then we started to go out and try to find pinball machines 
um, wherever we could, you know, to play them. And we'd find a random place that would have one in a corner somewhere or two in a corner. And we started frequenting this bar not too far from our house that had two pinball machines. And usually one of them was mostly working. So we would go in and have some beers and uh, and play pinball. And that was kind of, I was there and playing um, South Park one day when it, it actually clicked for me that there were things to do and I could control the ball and there were objectives and things like that. So that was like my first pinball epiphany. And uh, yeah, I mean, fast forward today. So that's, you know, been 20 something years ago. And I play pretty regularly. Um, I don't play competitively nearly as much these days, but I did finish 15th in the state of Missouri one year. So I'll take that. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's it. That sounds amazing. And I see two pinball machines behind you. What are they? There's actually three back there. Um, Orbiter is in the corner. The back glass is not on it. Right now, the back box is not on it. This one in the middle is America's Most Haunted, uh, which is the first spooky pinball machine. And then this one right here is Safe Cracker. This is my baby. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, this doesn't, this this is in my office because it doesn't go back into the bar now. (laughs) This one is mine. It is totally her baby. (laughs) I love that so much. We, we understand. I understand. I understand. You can't let the general public got you. be banging on that. Absolutely not. So, all right, Valerie, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your pinball origin story, kind of where you started at and where you're at today. All right. Well, um, I actually started out as a console gamer. Nice. So I was a console okay. gamer nerd. I would play pinball occasionally. By occasionally, I mean like once every two months. I didn't actually start playing competitively until about, I want to say, 2014. It was honestly, and this might be slightly inappropriate, but hey, (laughs) just being honest, it was actually my last ditch effort to save my marriage between myself and my ex-husband. So I started going to the Silver Ballroom more to play pinball. I had always gone there just, you know, sitting at the bar, hanging out, BSing, and I would play pinball maybe like once every five times I was there. But I didn't start playing competitively until 2014. And I joined uh, the co-ed league and then started doing tournaments. And then it went from there. So professionally, only about seven years. Pinball. It's uh, the hobby that you don't need no man for pinball. (laughs) Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. I mean, people bring their dudes. I don't bring my dude. Like, and people like don't like they're like surprised they find out that I actually have a dude. They're like, oh, you're married. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't come to this stuff. Like, this is my stuff. (laughs) And whenever I bring him, I'm like, here, you, you can sit over there. Do you need some quarters? Here's some juice. You want you want a drink? You okay? All right. I'm going to go play now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kept the pinball and not the ex-husband. So <laughs> you, you kept the office in your life, girl. There's no judgment here. You kept you kept the office. So I, we love it. We love it. I was about to say, if we're being inappropriate, I'm like, I don't know which one is more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what era of pinball. Like, I don't know if your ex-husband was like an EM or if he was like a new LCD Stern. Like, I don't know where he lands on the the spectrum of machines. Oh, like, probably good mix, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. Like a good solid mix. But anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited. Like I said, I have been to this old ballroom. It's such an amazing place to play. And when I found out that they had started a ladies league, I was like, we got to get them on the show. 
So thank you for being here. We're excited you're here. We're going to talk some news. Then we're going to deep dive into all the magic that is Bitches Be Flippin' in the Silver Ballroom. And then we're going to have some fun with you at the end of the show. So please feel free to jump into our next segment, which is news. Rebecca, while we have been super busy, like going to all the things, uh, some pinball stuff happened. Yes, lots of pinball things happened. I mean, we haven't had any like new game releases or anything crazy like that. We have had lots of events. I'm now looking at the text messages that I sent you, which are basically like the notes in my brain. <laughs> Let's see. So, number one, we're coming into pinball award season. That is your Twippies, your PIAs, your Pinball Degenerates Awards. Um, last year, we I will never forget Jeff Tillis's reach arounds, which like filled me with giggles. Giggles, Lauren. Oh On the God, note, of, was... this is the NSF. You, you're tagging this episode, and so I therefore yeah. can mention the Jeff Tillis reach arounds because. Hey, Dr. John got one. Dr. John got one for his daughter. Oh, my God, Emily, she's so sweet. Yeah, and I actually did, uh, I think I did one of the announcements for one of the awards. I forget which award, but I, I did enjoy that. It was, it was quite fun. But uh, we do have to, we'll plug ourselves because we're shameless oh, yeah. and we love it. Vote for us. Vote for us for your favorite pinball podcast. I know the Twippies right now are doing pre-voting. So you have to kind of get, like, this is me and, and Rebecca, you know, asking you to put us on the ballot. And also, you know what you could do? You could put the Silver Ballroom as your favorite location. You can put Silver Ballroom as your favorite location. You can also put uh, Fliptronic as your favorite streamer if you really want to vote for me in two different categories. But, like, that's okay. Once is fine. Because who doesn't love Rebecca? <laughs> yeah. And then I think they're also, I, gosh, I should, I should remember. I'm on the, I'm on the freaking committee. I should remember. But I also think they're doing favorite league. So bitches be flipping. You know, vote for all the things. Because we love our guests and we love our, our pinball family. So vote for all the things. What's up? Oh, and I was about to say, like, Pinball Degenerates has some really fun little categories, like like Pinball Tattoo, like most Pinball Degenerate Pinball Tattoo. So go check them out. I don't know exactly. I haven't checked out. I haven't put in my votes for anything yet. I haven't either. The PIA stuff is a little bit different, where basically if you are part of the pinball industry, you can apply to be a judge and then be at part of the judging panel for things like, you know, streaming and locations and stuff like that. But either way, award season. We've talked about this. Think of the PIAs as like the Oscars. Like they have a committee, like people vote, they're part of the Academy. And whereas the Twippies are more of like your, uh, you know, People's Choice Awards. Because it's very much like the whoever votes for you out there in Pinballlandia. And then Pinball Degenerates, I kind of, you would put in kind of that category as well. That's, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Now is the time to teach your grandma how to use a Google form. And then your uncle, and then your second cousin, your third cousin twice removed, um, you know, your cat. I try real hard, and I, I put out one post, like, I'm like, hey, on my personal, like, friend page for Facebook. And I'm like, hey, friends, remember, I'm into that pinball thing. Of course you do, because I talk about it all the time. Go vote for me. But uh, Valerie, Shelley, do you get into pinball awards season? Is it your thing? Are you just, like, looking at the madness from the sidelines? <laughs> <laughs> I really have never paid attention, honestly. <laughs> See, like, none of these things matter. None of it matters. I mostly get my news from St. Louis area pinball or John Miller, <laughs> to be quite honest. So. Nice. Nice. I love that. I love You're it. You're good. You're good. You know, we get all excited about it, and, you know, it's just like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Except One, that's not true. My mom cares, and she's proud of us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay! So, but it is Pinball Award season. If you have a favorite streamer podcast, we hope it's us. 
favorite locations. You know, this is an opportunity to highlight some of those places and, and the hard work people put in. So we won't be something again. We're going to do this once. And then, you know, when actual, you know, voting, we'll, we'll chat about it again. But but please vote for us. We, we would like to be on the ballot. That would be awesome. We're shameless. It's fine. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's fine. We're extra. We're, we are so We're extra. If you, uh, Shelly Valerie, haven't figured out, we are super extra. And our listeners know this, so they, they, they've embraced this. I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> it makes me feel more normal. <laughs> there, well, you know what? I, I love it. We've built a bridge. I, I love it so much. And then we have lots of news. Well, I mean, lots of news. I'm looking at that uh, America's Most Haunted in the background. Spooky has hired another guy to do either. Spooky is doing some hiring. They've hired, um, I think his name is DJ. I have to actually remember to look it up. But I know Spooky just hired somebody, which is exciting. They did put out a code update for Ultraman and Halloween. And then Stern put out like... A bazillion code updates. Oh, God. It was like the skies opened up and poured insider connected updates um i mean a lot of people at home still don't have insider connected but i mean whenever it's like ready i have a feeling that we're basically going to be you know we because we bought a show pin with insider connected on it we were like we'll just take it out and then we're just gonna plug it in to like every machine we can find it just like transfer nice. around all the houses but it's not gonna be, anyway tons of new and insider collected stuff Instead of connected, not collected. You can collect the connected achievements. There we go. That makes sense in my brain. Also, Stern News, um, we've got uh, JP Home Pin is shipping. You, If you guys, we'll put a link in the show notes. Rebecca Jordan on Flutronics streamed it. It's amazing. Chef kiss, chef kiss. It's so much fun. It looks amazing. I can't wait to go up to Rebecca's place and play it. So good. It's just got so much. Rebecca, like real quick, share your love of the Home Pin. Oh, it's, it's super fun. It's really fast. Uh, the rules are easy to digest. So it's a great, honestly, if you are, it's something where getting into pinball now is definitely more expensive than it used to be, but it is a very approachable machine. Uh, Jordan and I are going to bring it. I'm pretty sure we're going to drive it to Oklahoma for Christmas because, yeah, you don't have to buy my family presents if you drag a pinball machine across state lines. <laughs> So, uh, and that's our current plan, but it's really approachable, but it's also really, really fast. So I'm hopeful that maybe some like free play arcades can get it, um, or someone can figure out how to mod this thing with like a coin door and tokens. I have no idea, but I think it would be really fun on location. I think it's really approachable for people who are just getting into pinball. It's less expensive than like if you're going to go get a pro and now that pros are more expensive. So great option. Favorite Stern home pin that I've had the chance to play. A plus, highly recommend. Lauren, you should come over and play it sometime. I know I want to. Like, my life needs to just calm down just a smidge, but I'm very excited about it. And um, Cincinnati also happened this past weekend. You know, congratulations to Anna Neal. She took first place. I don't have the list in front of me. I know that you sent me a list. I know that uh, Deb Tallman made a nice showing. Yes. Uh, who was it in my top four? So, uh, in the women's, Anna took first, Jen took second within a three-way tie with, I don't, I didn't see anything for finals, so I'm just, like, looking at the standings on match play. But it was Anna, Jen, Diane, Deborah, uh, Diane Spackman, Deborah Tallman, Brie Reynolds is in there. Um, they had a really good showing in, like, the mid-20s, like, of people who showed up, which is awesome. That's a solid tournament. 
Let's see. And then there was the strikes tournament where, let's see, we have the strikes tournament. John Zalapo run, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I think one strikes. Uh, Anna came in 10th. Lindsay came in 11th. I know. Sorry, dudes. We're just like shouting at our ladies in the standings. It's fine. And then Lindsay won B finals. Anna came in fourth B finals. Diane came in 12th. And then let's see. I'm just like scrolling through. I'm like, I took pictures of all of it. All I'm saying is that on our podcast, are you really surprised that we're shouting out all the Right. Things? I know. Really? Like, I mean, come on now. Yes. And then Brie Reynolds and Deborah Tallman were in A finals. Brie came in 11th and Deborah came in 16th. So nice job. Very exciting. Nice job. Super awesome. I want to go to Pensanity. They also, I think, did their very first uh, juniors league. Oh, fun. Or their juniors tournament this year. So that's really awesome. And I love to see, you know me, I work with kids. So I love to see like the next generation get in there and like. Let's get them in there. Let's start them young. Like, as soon as they can stand, prop them up, stick their hands on the flippers, you know, wash them first, but, like, the whole kid, the hands, whatever, but just let them flip around. I know. It's it's always that moment. We have two little girls that play with us, uh, Elizabeth and Natalie, and I want to say, if I remember correctly, it's, like, seven and five, and it's always like, did you wash your hands? And and it's like, no, 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 no. I was like, don't use the hand sanitizer. They are, but they're amazing. Elizabeth made a final, a final for league. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. And everybody's like, and I, one of our best players like, hey, Elizabeth, come over here and beat me on this. <laughs> she's like, I'm in, and it's great. I love watching young ladies. And I had a, another lady email me yesterday. Hey, I want to bring my daughter. And I'm like, only requirement is that they can play unaided. You can't help them. Like, it's like, I don't care how tall they are or whatever. They have to be able to play by themselves. But I love it. I absolutely love seeing young ladies get into pinball and it's so exciting so that wow that makes me feel good that they had a juniors event little flippers all the way i love it super exciting but i think that's pretty much all that i have as far as like major pinball news lauren have you heard of anything else i feel like it's been quiet quiet on the western front it's been kind of quiet i feel like cincinnati was the last big thing because i it's like they tried to like oh we can go outside okay we're gonna shove all this pinball into like two and a half months i'm like okay, y'all need to calm down. Everybody, like, calm down. I can't go to all the things. We can't cover all the things. But I feel like after Cincinnati, we're really not going to see anything until probably, which is in February, which will be the next big event. And then, of course, TPF the next month in March. So um, it's going to be our quiet time. It's going to be, it's going to be nice. We're going to relax. I just got done with all my pinball stuff for, like, so I won't have pinball stuff for a month. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. So if I was near the Silver Ballroom, I would have been driving over there. Shelly, so like, kind of like, we'll, ju- we'll jump into it. What drove you to like, I mean, you talked about it in your, you know, pinball origin story about how you kind of got started, but you know, you've owned the, the location for several years now. What gets you excited about, you know, owning the bar, owning this amazing pinball location that's so well known in pinball landia? So yeah, so sort of back to my, what I was talking about before, we'd, we'd found this this bar that had the two pinball machines and one would be somewhat working and we would go in on a Friday night and get a couple of beers and we would take over the jukebox and, you know, play everything we wanted to hear on the jukebox. And one day we just turned to each other and went, how come this place doesn't exist? That's just what we want, pinball and beer and the music we want to hear. And how come there's no place to go do that? 
And that's kind of how it was born. We just sort of stood there that day and went, we're going to make this happen. And so we started talking about it. We started making plans, you know, kind of kind of just thinking about it. And this was, I'm talking 2004, probably. And we were using the working name Flippers with a Z as the name for the bar, which, you know, doesn't sound so great anymore. Um, and one night in bed, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had this epiphany. I rolled over and woke up my husband and said, the Silver Ballroom. And I registered the name the next day. It was 2005. So we started looking around at buildings, started started looking into getting open and just nothing was working out. Nothing was panning out the way we wanted it to. So we ended up kind of putting it on the back burner and we didn't really revisit it until about 2009. And at that time, the plan had been my husband had a pretty good job. He was going to keep his job. I was going to quit mine and and run the bar. And things kind of flipped. I had a new job that I really liked, had a career that was going well. And the company he'd been working for for years decided they were selling overseas and he didn't want to be a part of that anymore. So we sort of just switched what our original plans had been. We found a building. We found the perfect building, I, I thought, and we thought it was it. So we started down the path and lo and behold, finally in March of 2010, um, we opened our doors and as far as I know today, we are the oldest pinball-only bar in America. We were the first pinball bar. There were some barcades, but there were no pinball-only locations. So we're, we're going with that. We're, we're going to stick to it that we're the oldest. Own it. I love it. Just own it. It's fine. That's amazing. That, I yeah. mean, so for someone who's never been to the Silver Roll, I've been there. Rebecca has not. Like, I'm mad jealous. Lauren. I know. Like when I walk, when I walk in... I know because it was divey, but in the best way. Like I felt like I was at my local, you know, like that place you go to all yes. the time that you just show up in jeans and a t-shirt and just chill with your friends. Like I was like, this place is amazing. And it had pinball, it had a whole room of pinball. And it was good pinball, pinball that had been taken care of. Because sometimes you're like, you look at pinball map and I'm like, this place is said to have pinball. And then I show up and I'm like, oh, this is sad. No. <laughs> This place, it was cool. I walked in, bar, and then you go into the other room. Like, for 10 years, I mean, 10 years plus now, I to keep up that vibe, like, was, was that, like, what you wanted? Like, because that's what I got when I walked in. Like, it just felt like home. It's exactly what we wanted. I mean, we we built it out. We built out what we wanted, the place that we wanted to go. And we just decided at the beginning that we would tell everybody else what was cool. So we were like, we're just going to do what we want to do and we're going to stick to our guns and we're not going to listen to any of the, you know, what you should do's and the, you need a TV. We don't have a TV. There's no, not a single TV in the bar, you know, so it's just a very different, a different vibe. And I love dive bars, but to be a dive bar, you don't have to be dirty, right? We can be the cleanest (laughs) dive bar with a nice bathroom, you know, and still be a dive bar and be comfortable. And so, you know, that's, that's really what we've, we've tried to do. And we've managed to, to keep it that way all these years. Yeah. And I went, God, this has been like three, three years ago, I think. And I had the best time. And it was, I walked in, I got a drink that there was a jukebox and pinball and that was it. And that's all I needed. And it wasn't, and I'm not like judging the places that look super arcadey and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I'm of an age where I'm like, I don't need it to be super arcadey. <laughs> like I'd rather just be in a bar. Uh, I like the fact that I am 21 and up and co- can go into a location. We have our little flips and we love them. But sometimes you just want to go to the adult establishment and have adult beverages and be around other adults. And that's okay. But 
I just, I love the, the vibe there. What, you know, with the challenges we've had with the pandemic, how did that affect how you guys operated and, and what happened, you know, there at Phil Rollins? Because you guys are still open, you're still operating. How did, how did the pandemic affect you guys? Man, it was rough. Um, so here in St. Louis, they, um, back when it first hit in March, they closed us down. They closed everything down from mid-March to mid-June. Um, and then we did open back up initially, um, we were still under a, um, emergency, state of emergency. And so one of those things in state of emergency was no pinball, no, any type of gaming machines, nothing with hands on. So, um, when we were finally able to open back up, we just really took precautions. We have 20 pinball machines in that, in that room. So we kind of recite, we went through them every day and had every other machine on so that you were still socially distancing. We had, you know, made sure everybody was wearing masks while they were playing. We had sanitizer out and gloves and, you know, wipes to wipe down machines and just all of that good stuff. And it was real rough and real scary there for a while. But, uh, you know, things are, as people are getting more comfortable, it's it's picked back up and everybody was so supportive all the way through it, even though, even when they couldn't come in and play pinball, they were buying shirts online and, you know, getting coming in and getting food and beverages to go and things like that and, and really supporting and trying to help us get through it. So we've got a great, great clientele. So yeah, no, the, the, the shirts are amazing. We, uh, I had a, a I, I bought the wrong size shirt. Uh, I got, I told that story to Rebecca there a moment ago, but it's all, it's like black and all says pinball and punk rock. I was like, that, that's like a lifestyle. And I, I really like love that so, so much. So Valerie, so you come on the scene and this is what happened. What happened was I knew about the silver ballroom. I did not realize a lady had co-owned it. I was like, what? So, but I had seen a post for Bitches Be Flippin', and the thing that caught my eye was the design for your shirt, which I we will talk about here in a second. But Valerie, so you kind of came on the scene, you know, post-COVID, and, you know, what what inspired you to do a ladies' list? Well, okay, so I'm going to start with 2018. Andy Gosney, a former bartender um, employee at the Silver Ballroom, Shelly and I we're talking about we need to have a women's league. And so I got a hold of Bells and Chimes. We started a St. Louis, Missouri or a Missouri chapter. So that was in the working. And then we were all sitting at the bar. I believe it was Steve, Shelley, Andy, and John Miller. We were sitting there having drinks, just BSing and <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of name we wanted. Because although Bells and Chimes is great, we love them. Um, very supportive of them. We felt that this is a punk rock pinball bar. We we felt the need to be different. Okay. We felt the need to be extra. I'll just use that word. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Extra. And like, okay. So we were just brainstorming. And then Steve just was out of nowhere said, yeah, bitches be flipping. And then it, it was just like a light bulb because it was like, oh, reminds me of that one song or those lyrics where, you know, bitches be tripping but kind of embracing that as opposed to it being a negative thing turn it around and promote it as um that just be flipping so promoting quote irrational behaviors of women because i think that's where the bitches be tripping mentality lyrics came from it came from a negative place in the last 15 20 years so we kind of turn it around and embrace that like okay well is it really a bad thing to be a bitch what do you mean by that you know, is it really bad? I don't think so. I think you're just, you know. It, it is not. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like even though we had to slap 
an explicit rating on this because we are using the word bitch. I feel like that is a term that like we as women, like let's like embrace that. Let's own it. You know, like why does it always have to have a negative connotation to it? Uh, But I was like, I I, I tend to call my friends. (laughs) (laughs) So not nice, but I love it so much. And I just, I love the fact you guys like owned it and embraced it and made it something positive. And so you have to tell the listeners, we will include a link to the shirts or the pictures in the show notes, but describe the shirt to our audience. Okay. So it was a collaborative effort. It's got the female reproductive system in the play field. Um, And you'll see the photo, but where it was inspired was I was at St. Joseph, Missouri in this tournament and I played Embryon for the first time. And I saw the play field and I'm like, that is a vagina and that is a clitoris. And I got a hold of Andy. I'm like, Andy, this is what this is what I want it to be. Okay, we, we got to have the vagina in the play field. So I sent him a draft. And the person Andy was dating at the time, uh, Laura Fritch, kind of put everything together. So she took everybody's ideas. It, it was a collaborative effort, like I said. And then came up with the design. So she she had the final product ready to go. I love I love that. And it, it got all bought together by a lady. I yeah. love it so much. Uh, Laura, you did an amazing job. I definitely want a shirt. I need, I need all the shirts. I know. I'm sitting here going like, Googling, like, how do I get a shirt? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That shirt is amazing. Oh, yeah. It, it is awesome. So Bitches Be Flippin' is born. You got the shirt. You got the group. What? Are you guys more of a tournament club? Do you do like a league? Do you do both? Do you, is it just more of like a social thing? What, what do you guys like to do? Or are you still kind of figuring that out? No. It, well, we've been going since winter of 2018. So we have, this would be our 13th league season under our belts. So we've been around nice. for a bit as bitches be flipping. The only time we did not get to finish an actual season was March of 2020 when the bar shut down due to other mandates. So we were on our 10th week. We were getting ready to have our finals and there was, there was no way around it. So we had to scratch that, that season. So to answer your question, I guess it's a combination of, of everything, mainly fun, but we've got league. We've also had uh, all women's tournaments before. I believe, Shelly, you got third or second in our first ever Missouri women's tournament. So we've had various activities and we plan on more. So I love I love that. So, I mean, St. Louis, for, for listeners who are not like familiar with geography, it's, a, it's a, like the greater St. Louis area incorporates part of Illinois. It's a it's a very communicable place. Like you can get to southern Missouri and it's near a lot of stuff. So. What do you see, Valerie, and I'll ask you this question first. What do you see for, you know, Bitches Be Flippin' and for your Ladies League, like, going forward? Do you have, like, some goals or, like, some ideas of, of what you'd like to see or what you'd like to try with your group? Um, Definitely would like to see it grow. However, we've always averaged at least 16 players, and I feel like that is a good okay. number, a good minimum number. We've had close to 26 for a league, which is great. No, 28, and then we bumped down to 26. So, yeah, 26 has been our biggest league. But, yes, to, to draw people in, um, not only because the bar is fantastic, it is a destination bar. People love it. People always come back. And the crowd there, I mean, you, you just can't beat it. So if you've got the typical silver ballroom crowd and then you add 
other pinball players, other new pinball players too. It's just, it just gets better and it continues to grow. And I think that's so, so great. You know, with coming out of the pandemic, you know, I think more and more people are interested in pinball. I've had a lot of people reach out about it. You know, I think just pinball, competitive pinball, just pinball as a hobby general is just growing. I mean, we've all, you know, as players and collectors and hobbyists have kind of, kind of seen that. So I think that's absolutely amazing. But Shelly, I'll kind of throw the same question to you. You know, not only do you have this league, you have other leagues. What do you see for the Silver Ballroom here in 2022 and beyond? Do you, do you guys have any like big plans ahead or some goals or things you'd like to try to do? You know, really, our biggest goal right now is just getting sort of back to where we were pre-pandemic, um, just getting people back in, getting that confidence built back up, and, and just getting people in to, to play and learn and embrace pinball again. We have registered all the leagues, I think, for all of next year, so everything is in for, for IFPA points and all that good stuff, so that's it, just kind of really trying to just get back everybody back into the saddle for the next year. I'd be happy with that at this point. No, completely understand that. So I have a very silly question for both of you guys. If you're going to do a pinball machine cocktail pairing, what machine and what cocktail would it be? Oh. 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 Mine would be a dirty martini and Sopranos. Perfect. Oh, nice. That is perfect. That's a really good one. Am I taking like the easy way out if I say Big Lebowski and a and a white Russian? That's great. There's no judgment. I was see the thing is is I was gonna try to make it really hard because I was like, what machines do you have? Would you ever yeah. do an event where you did like a play a machine, drink a cocktail like pairing? Like, you know how you do like wine and cheese, like pinball and cocktails? Like Actually, yes, this is a great idea. We have a champion pub, so it would just be champion pub and beer, I think. <laughs> Cheap beer. Um Monster Bash, we could do Monster Bash and a some kind of a bloody brain drink. Like, I don't know. like bloody brain or like, you know, like a, a bloody Mary, but you could have like all the stuff kind of coming out of it. Like, ah, oh, this is so much fun. Cause I did look at your drink menu and I was just like, oh man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, I really like the Ramones Runner, which is a, <laughs> a rum runner, because I am of an age that I immediately saw the scene. From Wayne's World that you described <laughs> and your tropical blue cocktail. If for listeners who remember Wayne's World, the scene where uh, Garth and Wayne are signing the infamous contract and he's drinking this giant blue cocktail. Imagine that without the umbrellas, although I kind of think I would ask for an umbrella. But, uh, but you know, I just it sounds like just so much fun. Like, I feel like the spirit of punk rock comes across in everything you do and everything you, you both of you have put out there. Uh, Shelly, I, I love, I love your location. Valerie, I love the irreverency of like what you guys are doing with Bitches Beef Lips. The strength menu is amazing, you guys. <laughs> I know. I'm looking and I've got like my cat who's like running around down here and I'm like, I drink electric cat piss. Absolutely. <laughs> like hundred percent. Well, I'm definitely stealing the, the cocktail and machine pairing idea because that's fantastic. So, yep. Well, look, if you do like a fancy event and you plan it several months in advance, I will try to be there. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. We can do it. Like St. Louis is like somewhat drivable. Like we could we could probably do it, Rebecca. We could probably do it. Look, I know. Well, I, I'm due to visit my grandparents' gravestone. All right. It's a very nice gravestone. <laughs> And it's up there. So, so there you I know. Go. It's got like a hummingbird and an airplane on it. It's very nice. I got to go to the Butterfly Museum. My mom has sent me 15 text messages since I sent her, since I sent her a link to uh, your bar location. And now I have the entire history of that neighborhood living in my text messages. Nice. <laughs> and I'm going to say this as a Texan. 
the best barbecue I've ever had in my life has been in the St- greater St. Louis area. It was in Belleville. The beast. The beast. If you're oh, yeah. 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 That play and for me to say that as a Texan, that's tough. But it is like the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. And so I'm like, all right, if I go back to St. Louis, I was gonna go to some ballroom, go to beast, like do some other things. I was like, it'd be fine. And they just added a they just added a St. Louis location too. So yes. you don't even have to go all the way over to Belleville now. Oh, True. Even better. I don't gotta go to Belleville. Check. Oh. Ted Drews. Yeah. Ted Drews. I gotta go to Ted Drews. I've been there. I now. love Ted Drews. When as a kid, when as an adult, when when my grandparents died, super fun. Um, this is taking a real dark turn. Like it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> you guys. Um, it's fine, you guys. <laughs> we had like an Irish Catholic wake at a bar and we stole the, the pint glasses. Um, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine uh i really hope if i go like that that's how that's what happens i, I hope there's like you know some stealing and some fun and that like my event held in a bar look they had just st louis cardinals on the glasses like one pint class at the st louis cardinals and we're very attached to those in our family and so we were like you ain't no nobody lives here nobody will notice <laughs> nobody did so Shelly, I promise we won't steal your pint glasses. <laughs> we won't steal from you. We promise. Because I realize I'm telling this story out loud to somebody who owns a location. <laughs> yeah. So we're chill. We we're chill. We're no, fine. We're not totally chill, but we won't steal. I can't promise about any of my relatives, but, you know, we're chill. We're fine. We won't steal your pint glasses. <laughs> Unless they have, like, oh. cardinals on them. Well, I'll, I'll tip you real good. I'll hide all the like, good ones. Your money. I'll hide all the good ones from you. There you go. <laughs> Hi, all the good pint glasses. Leave the only unbranded pint glasses. Or if you, or like oh, put right. it on a pint glass just for me. Like if you, if I have this pint glass, I stole it from a bar and I'm an asshole. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. All right. Now that we've uh, discussed uh, what we're going to be doing and, you know, stealing, we're going to bump over to our last segment of this show. We love this segment. It gives an opportunity for us to find out about our guests. It is called Inside the Pinball Arcade, and it gives us an opportunity to delve into your pinball mind. Valerie, Shelly, are you ready to play? I'm ready. Sure. All right. Rebecca, you want to do it? Oh, here. Let's take turns. Okay. All right. You go first. All right. Valerie, what is your favorite pinball machine? I'm going to have to go with Stargazer. Ooh. I like it. Love everything about it. No, I want one. <laughs> like I'm like I, I'm like I feel like I've played one like once, but I never get to play it often. What do you like about it? Everything. everything. I mean, the, the backlash, <laughs> the pace of play, the sounds for sure. That era, just I I love that era and just the colors of the machine. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Shelly, what about you? What is your favorite pinball machine? Well, my my baby in here is Safecracker, so that one is is up at the top. Champion Pub is probably my all-time favorite, uh, but then my favorite right now, or my favorite newer game is Ghostbusters. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Nice. So, nice. I can't choose just one. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no worries. No worries. All right. Question number two. We talked about the games you love. Now, what game do you hate? Valerie. Iron Man. <laughs> Oh, she threw it down there hard. There was no hesitation. Like she's like, hire me. No, every major tournament, I am stuck on Iron Man, and it's in my head, and I cannot get it out. Oh my goodness, I love it. All right, Shelly, game that you hate. Man, Iron Man was a good one. Um, 
Well, you also own and operate, so this could also be not just something you hate to play, but also something you hate to mm, own. True, mm. true. You've got options. True. Um, you know, I I don't know. One that I hate. I really hate Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And um I'm missing one. I really hate oh, I really hate Lord of the Rings. And I know that that's weird and probably blasphemous. Ooh, hot yeah. take. Hot take. Hot, hot take. Spicy. It's spicy, yeah. Lauren. This is this is what gets us. It is spicy hot take. I know. I, I'm sure we'll get some posts about this one. But you know what? I don't I don't blame you. Because I, like, you know, I want to go have lunch or dinner or, you know, take a nap. Like, it, it's just too yeah. long. It's just way too I'm like, this is like, this is taking forever. <laughs> like, I just, that's what I don't like about it. I mean, it's a great game. Rule what it just takes too long. I'm just like so tired. I need to sit down. Where's the chair? So I totally get why why you would hate that. Totally get that. So uh but we're not judging anybody if you love it. We're just saying, you know, there are reasons why. Like you can love things and then people can hate the things that you love. It's okay. It's okay. perfectly fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> All right. Valerie, question number three. What is your favorite pinball art package. Stargazer. <laughs> She's like, I just go for it. I love, love it. Love it. Shelly, what's your favorite pinball art package? No, that's that's mine too, actually. I can't believe Val <laughs> stole that from me. I Aww. love it. I always loved it because um, Stargazer is beautiful. Like, it's not, you know, some skinny little girl on a on a pinball machine. It's like a curvy, beautiful woman. I, I, I love it. Very gypsy-esque. Yes. It's a beautiful art package, so I, I I can understand why you both would go for it. It's it's absolutely beautiful. So love that. Next question: What is your favorite pinball sound? This can be uh, music. This can be the sound a mech makes. This can be a call out. And we'll start with you, Shelley. My favorite is I'm gonna have to go back to Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters, I I've seen more than any movie ever in my entire life. I've seen it hundreds of times. It was the first movie I remember seeing in a movie theater when I was a kid. And then there was a summer when my best friend and I watched it at least twice a day. So um, when the Ghostbusters came out with all of the the call outs and everything direct from the movie, I absolutely love it. So that one is my favorite, I think. It, it is missing my favorite quote from Ghostbusters, though, which is Mother Puss Bucket. It does not say that when you lose your ball, and it really should. But, you know, it does have some good ones, so. I love that. All right, Valerie, same question. What is your favorite pinball sound? General sounds... Any kind of EM, really. As oh, yeah. far as call-outs, as, as crappy as I am at Rick and Morty, I love the call-outs <laughs> in Rick and Morty. Yeah. That show's hilarious. Yeah. So No, the call-outs on that are fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. Side note, if I could tell you a goofy story about Lord of the Rings and call-outs. For years, I thought I, I would be like at the bar, like bartending, and I would hear somebody in the other room playing Lord of the Rings. And I don't play it all that often. I don't, because, again, I don't love it. And so when you hit the jackpot or you hit jackpots, it it would say, like, jackpot one, jackpot two, jackpot three. And for years, I thought they were saying six foot one, six foot two, six foot three. Like, something was growing. (laughs) Like, there was a monster growing or something. And... (laughs) One day, I finally turned to Steve and I was like, why does it do that? What is growing in Lord of the Rings? And he was like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> mis- misheard lyrics, misheard pinball machine call-outs. You know, that should be a thing, like, you know, mis- misheard call-outs. I like that so much. 
Oh my god. It happens all the time. Like sometimes you'll hear a thing and be like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's right. Like that's that's that ain't right. That's not I'm I'm confused. I'm not right at all. Oh my goodness. Yes. All right. Valerie, this one's coming for you. What is your grail pin? The pin you want above all others. I'm gonna have to go with Stargazer. All the answers. I'm not trying to be boring about this, but that's that's my ultimate everything as far as pinball goes. Yes, I would like to own a Stargazer. I love it. I love that. Shelly, what about you? What is your grail pin? A pin that you want above all of the others, knowing that you have a you know a bar with a bunch of pinball machines in it, and your baby that's right behind you, like. What's what's next? Cactus Canyon. Uh, <gasps> I love Cactus Canyon. Uh, so, are you get, do you want to like? Are you looking for original? Or are you on the list for like the new one that's coming out or the you know re-release? I would love an original. I'd, I'd be happy with a remake. I'm we're trying to figure out monetarily if that's going to work out or not right now. But uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite. I'm glad to see that they're finally redoing it because there were so few of the original. I got to play one. It's real nice. Yeah. It's real, it's real nice. It's, it's, that's, that was like one of our, like, we need it. We need it. And then they were like, that's what it is. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Actually, and that's probably one of my favorite machines for callouts too. Like we still say that stuff to each other all the time. Like you couldn't hit the broadside of a burrito. (laughs) We still say to each other. (laughs) It's a, it's an amazing game. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. Next question. What is your favorite tournament, event, expo to either play in or attend? Rest in peace, Pinberg. Uh, what, what is your favorite thing to uh, play in or attend? And we'll start with you, Valerie. Well, um, it's kind of a tie. Pinberg, although it's not a thing anymore, that was really cool because I was able to take my daughter and she can go off and do cosplay or whatever else she wanted to do. And, um, we could play pinball. But I think overall, it would have to be the Silver Ballroom Open, which is coming back this year. We didn't do it due to COVID last year. Nice. So it's always the biggest tournament of the year at the ballroom. So that's coming up on what? December 18th. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. In like 12 days? Yes. Yep. Like 12 days. Yep. In Dang 12 it. days. I mean, yay. <laughs> but also I'm like, <laughs> I was like, it's going to come back. And it's like, when is it? Oh, it's in 12 days. Oh, I definitely can't get off of work and go to that. <laughs> we also have the PJ Pinball Potluck Party coming up on January 1st, where you wear your PJs, you bring oh, potluck like items, and you pay five bucks, and you play in a tournament in your PJs. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, that's so much fun. I like that idea. I've, I've been to a few, like, hair of the dog parties where it's, like, the, you know, New Year's Day and you kind of show up and everything's super chill. But I like it even more because you now involve PJs. And I'm yes. like, yes. I don't even have to dress for this. I just show up. So I love that. I love it. All right, Shelly, same question. Favorite event, tournament, expo to either plan or attend? Man, I kind of love them all. I mean, I, I do miss Pinberg. Um, I always like the Texas Pinball Festival. So we, we try to do that one. I just love to be in Texas. So we go down to that one. And then, I mean, I just love our our leagues, in all honesty. Our leagues are just a lot of fun and um, laid back. We have such a good group of people that they're always a lot of fun. So I love that. MGC is pretty cool, too. I think we went there. 
Yeah, Midwest Gaming Classic. Yeah, that's a really great one. That's a, that's a fantastic. I really want to go to MGC. It looked really fun. I looked at all the pictures and I was like, oh, that looks fun. I want to do that. I want to go to every pinball event ever. Yeah, I want to go to all the things. It's fine. All it's the fine. Things. Let's see. We're going to switch it up. Shelly, who would you love to play pinball with? Living or dead, real or imaginary, you know, animated or not. So the Animaniacs are an option. Um, <laughs> who would you love to play pinball with? Can I steal the Animaniacs now that you said that? That's way better than my original answer was going to be. But no, now I want to know what your original answer was. You can steal the Animaniacs afterwards. What was the first answer you thought of? Um, You know, my favorite is my favorite ever is Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. And um, nice. especially with, you know, all of the, the fun stuff you've seen him do over the years, I think he would be so much fun to hang out with. And I think if I beat him at pinball, he would say some really great things to me. So I think that sounds fantastic. See, I think he would be so, feel so chill at the Silver Ballroom that he would pull, didn't he, at South by Southwest, like, go and start taking orders behind the bar? <laughs> I think, and I was, I'm almost pretty sure it was South by Southwest. He was in Austin. And he, I was like, I could totally see yeah. him doing that at the Silver Ballroom. Be awesome. Would you guys play Ghostbusters together? Oh, man, I hope so. That's, like, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Valerie? What would, who would you play with? And what machine would you guys play together? Alfred Hitchcock. nice interesting this is what inspired that a while ago okay so shelly and steve own another bar it's a sister bar of the silver ballroom it's called the waiting room in saint anne missouri so uh, same kind of vibe i mean slightly different crowd but not really still cool scene really cool people but they have these photos of different like joan jett is on a photo playing pinball um, who else, Shelly? You got Alfred Hitchcock up there, which I ended up getting one of those prints. Yep. But I, it would definitely be him. Frank and Nancy, Nancy Sinatra. There's like Bob Dylan. Uh, yeah, like Very. About the Ramones. Yep. All playing pinball. There's at least eight or ten different celebrities up there, I think. Um, there's, 20, there's 20. 20. Oh, okay. Okay. I love that. That is awesome. That is super awesome. I love that idea. And does the other, the waiting room also have pinball? Yeah. So it's a little bit smaller. We have, we have 12 up there. So we've been up there for three years now. And so that location's got 12. So we've got leagues up there and do some tournaments up there and stuff as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. We could go to two places, Rebecca. We got two places. We could. We have choices. We have options. We have options. I love it so much. So wait, I got to know, Valerie, what would you play with Alfred Hitchcock though? Okay, that might be a tough one to answer. I don't know. It's probably some EM. <laughs> I was about to be like, is it Stargazer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say an EM just because that's more probably what was around. I don't know. No way. You'd have to play Who Done It. You'd have to play Who Done It with Alfred Hitchcock. Good idea. Oh, I totally forgot about nice. Who Done It. That's a good one. That would be fun. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Lauren, finish us off here. All right. Final question. What is your dream theme? This is a theme that has not been created, but that you would like to see come to life by a major pinball manufacturer. And we'll start with you, Shelly. Easy. Um, Lost. I loved the show Lost back in the day. 
And for years, oh. I've been saying they should do a Lost Pinball Machine. You have so many good options there with all those seasons and the hatches and the smoke monster. There'd be so many cool things. <laughs> so I'm holding out for a Lost. I like that. I, li- I don't think anybody's mentioned Lost TV show, and they could do a lot with that. So yeah. I like that. Nice choice. All right, Valerie, same question. Alice in Wonderland. That was an easy one for me. Nice. But are you thinking uh, like, Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland, or like animated Alice in Wonderland? Like what version of Alice in Wonderland are you thinking? I'm thinking of the original, but I'm not opposed to Tim Burton. Or would you go licensed at all and just go like more traditional, like Lewis Carroll fairy fairy tale and go with some like straight up all original art? Yes, that would be cool. Ooh, I like that. Who would you want to do the art? That I don't know. Only because I'm not, I, I don't really know... I don't know. I just thought about that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really know the names of artists. I know some of them, but yeah. I think everybody would do an amazing job, but for some reason, I feel like it's a dirty, dirty Donny vibe. Like, because it can be very like whimsical and kind of, you know, Ooh. not to say that the other artists can't. I'm not saying that, but when you ask artists, I immediately thought dirty Donny. I was like, yeah. So, but you know, I mean, Alice in Wonderland just has so much like iconic scenery, just you know, from the original book it yeah that's a great one i would love i'm surprised nobody's done it yet i'm like come on hurry up you guys come on (laughs) yeah come on chop chop buttercup so i love it awesome ladies thank you so much for being on the show we have enjoyed hanging out with you learning more about the amazing location that is the silver ballroom and all the magical pinballness that is going on with bitches be flipping shelly for folks who want to find out more about the silver ballroom and the other locations you own where can they find you at um, the easiest is probably Facebook. We've got a Facebook page for both the Silver Ballroom and the Waiting Room, um, both like located in St. Louis, Missouri. We've got websites for both as well, but I'll be honest with you, and I don't update those with events and stuff nearly as often as I should. So, so go find them on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> find us on Facebook. Uh, and Valerie, for uh, listeners who might be in the St. Louis area that want to, you know, catch Ladies League, um, what's the best way to find you guys? Well, we're on the IFPA calendar, but if you go to the the Silver Ballroom website, or not website, Facebook page, that information is also there. Fantastic. We'll include all those links in the show notes. Shelly, Valerie, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope both of you have a wonderful holiday season. I know Rebecca and I were super excited for this interview, and you know we, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having us. It was awesome. Absolutely. This was great. I can't wait to come visit. Appreciate the invite. And yeah, definitely come visit us. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We want to share stories about women out there doing all the pinball things. And you guys totally checked all those boxes. So uh, again, this is this is why we have the show. We want to share stories about women who are out there playing pinball and, you know, share stories that you don't get to hear about all the time. And we're like, St. Louis is a happening pinball place. It's not that far down the road from Chicago. And there's pinball to be had in St. Louis. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Rebecca, uh, we got another show in the books. Um, this is it. Like, we got one more show for the year. How did that happen? Uh, the uh, Dumpster Fire Holiday Extravaganza in our next episode. I'm very excited about our special guest. Yes. Very excited. She said Super yes. Super excited. I'm so excited. Still a surprise, you guys. It's still a surprise. You're going to have to wait. Our guest is a surprise, and we're also working on a very special surprise for you guys. Yes. We're working Filled on Filled with surprises. Filled with surprises. So lots to come. Uh, All the things we talked about today on the show, we will include in the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you are interested in getting swag, you can get that from our website, Backbox Pinball Podcast at 
uh, com. If you want to send us a whimsical note or talk about like all your favorite lady pinball things, Backbox Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. Rebecca, am I forgetting anything? Uh, take a nap, drink coffee, and um, keep flip, keep on flipping. I think that's I think yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. It. yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Yeah. All right, everybody, keep on flipping. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and keep flipping.